Illicit economies and crime convergence thrive thanks to dirty money from corruption, illegal trading, organized crime, and financial threats. So how can we counter transnational threats and protect global security? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Nefarious activities such as human trafficking, arms smuggling, counterfeiting, money laundering, cybercrime, and illegal wildlife trade are lucrative businesses and continue to fuel the size of the illicit economy. Bad actors can infiltrate governments, undermine justice systems, exploit communities, and transport contraband across borders. So how can we fight these illegal activities around the world? For more, let's bring in David Luna, the executive director of the International Coalition Against Illicit Economies. David, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, um, Veronica, for, for having me in. So let's begin with what are illicit economies and how do they thrive? So illicit economy is essentially the dark side of the legitimate legal economy and in which you have um, a sort of bad actors engaging for profit, really greed crimes uh, from issues like narcotics, uh, the trafficking of fentanyl, um, human trafficking, uh, wildlife trafficking, counterfeiting, and the whole you know list of um, criminalities that are incredibly profitable for for criminals and other bad actors to the tune several trillion dollars a year. Any one of these illicit markets is, is in the half a trillion um, um, area, but collectively they do present a really uh, significant threat um, around the world. So that's a very large scale and breadth of today's illicit economies. What are the global harms to the victims of illicit economies? So oftentimes, um, the international community really does a lot of research on the impact, the economic impact of, of, of these illicit threats, but often not so much on the victim. So if we look, for example, at what's caused by fentanyl across American communities, it, it, it is really um, troubling and, and, and sad because you have hundreds of thousands of Americans who really um, are killed by fentanyl poisoning. If you look at the issue of, of, of counterfeit medicines, especially in the developing world, you do see that many, many children, women and families are impacted and killed oftentimes by these fake counterfeit medicines. Obviously the perverse um, impacts of human trafficking lives are, are, are really, uh, are, are torn apart, families are torn apart and a lot of the of, of human um, trafficking victims are really traumatized as they are sold um, from one criminal organization to another, oftentimes for forced labor or, or sex trafficking. Now, we, we do know that there was a um, summer movie that had a lot of attention in the United States. And for many 
everyday Americans. It's something that they may not have been aware about in talking about human trafficking, whether it's to work, whether it's organ harvesting, whether it's sexual exploitation for adults and also minors. How important do you think it is that a lot of citizens here in the United States who may not have known about this issue are now learning more about it? So, yes, I think um, more awareness, obviously, has to be done and is being done by a lot of good organizations across civil society. And um, to really uh, illustrate um, the harms that are being done, um, especially these days um, across the world, um, I think during COVID, as more kids were at home, um, criminals were manipulating, luring children. Uh, for all sorts of criminalities, but really um, engaging in, 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 in human trafficking and sex trafficking and really creating um, really difficult environments for families as, as they were dealing with the pandemic um, in and of itself, but also uh, with the growing criminalities across the digital world, uh, human trafficking being one of, uh, one of these threats. Now, we did mention crime convergence. What do you mean by that? So crime convergence in in any um, economy or locality, um, any one of these crimes, again, whether it's um, narco trafficking, uh, the trafficking of fentanyl, human trafficking, counterfeiting, all of these are are, are harms. But when when these solicit vectors collide, uh, they do present a bigger harm altogether in which it really taxes the resources of law enforcement co- communities. It really creates um, really more um, graver um, uh, crimes and, and creates greater insecurity and instabilities. And we see this in many parts of the world, um, whether it's in Central America, uh, whether it's in Ukraine these days, whether it's in West Africa, where you have a whole array of, of, of criminals, of, of complicit corrupt officials um, and, and other bad threat networks who come together and really create a, a really more um, sinister environment in which a lot of these um, illicit threats are, are, are thriving and just it makes it more difficult to really disrupt and dismantle um, some of the criminal organizations behind this conference of um, illicit trade. Now, why is international cooperation across borders so important? Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's important not only across borders, but across sectors. Um, again, these are very complex um, issues, very difficult to disrupt and dismantle some of these um, networks. So the more that you can leverage, the more that you can work together um, from one jurisdiction to another, whether it's law enforcement uh, to law enforcement or leveraging the private sector um, industry through intelligence, information sharing, um, by bringing um, more capabilities to the fight, it enables um, impacted communities to do more together to, to counter some of these some illicit threats. So international cooperation is critical against the issue of corruption, I think, you know, bringing um, to the forefront uh, that collective action um, to strengthen the political will of leaders um, and other officials do more to combat um, criminality. 
out in in their neighborhoods and, and you know within their countries. How is uh, the ICAIE advancing public-private partnerships? So ICAIA is the national security base that brings together um, a lot of these um, experts, um, not only from government, but uh, from the private sector, again, to harness the energies, to harness the expertise and the capabilities to do more to, 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 to confront um, the whole array of, of, of illicit th- uh, threats, whether it's in the United States or internationally. Um, so I think that collective action is very important. Uh, we work on a daily basis with um, law enforcement um, agencies to, to really pinpoint oftentimes through open source um, who some of these bad actors and threat networks are to yeah, disrupt and, and put some of these criminals uh, behind bars. David Luna, thanks so much for joining me today and sharing your insight on these global threats. It was a pleasure to be with you, Veronica. More ticker news right after this. 